Hey, uh, this is Pam Hippo. Hey, Pam. Pam, where are you? I mean, you'll have to answer the. Hello. Is that Pam Hippo? <laughs> oh my God! Hello, uh, yes it is. <laughs> Hi, Pam. Oh my God! Come here, Ryan. Hi. Oh my God! Hi. Hi. Uh, Who did you think it was before I talked? <laughs> I've been shitting bricks all day waiting for you guys because I've been so excited. Oh, <laughs> Pam, well, we're excited too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, how are you guys? We're so good we're and good. even better now that we're talking to you, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, will you approve this podcast episode? Oh, 100,000%. Okay, Absolutely that's not, approved. That's not Yay! how maths works, but yeah. We'll <laughs> hey, this is Pam from British Columbia, Canada, and I approve this podcast. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's one o'clock. Let's fucking smash through this so that you can be on the fucking couch ordering Uber Eats before that fucking footy game starts. Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. And if you've heard that, this is the kind of direct attitude that I like from Tony. My my sports team, my football team, Hawthorne's about to play. And as we know, I'm now an AFL girl. So yep. I said, hey, my Hawks are playing soon. So you heard it right there. Tony laying down the law. Let's fucking get this episode done so I can order Uber Eats, get some hot wings. I know that that's whiskey. what you're going to do. That's I'm your watch thing. The game. Yeah. No, you know me. Yeah, I do. We're friends. We know each other. Yeah. There's. Oh, no, 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 no. All good. I'm almost there, by the way. <laughs> I'm getting close. Getting close? Yeah. Okay. I'll let yeah. you. Oh, you'll know when it's. I'll know. <laughs> It'll be an absolute mess. We are. Oh. Welcome. We are Tony and Ryan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're Ooh. Tony and Ryan, um, the vice captain of the ship. Tony is the queen of the podcast here. It's true. Top dog. Hello. Now, I would say normally on this podcast we are quite um, proud of Australia and patriotic. Like we like to talk up a big game. We love the city of Melbourne. Is that fair Yeah, to say? I do love Melbourne. But Very special. people are coming for Australian food. They're having mm. a crack at us. And I've got a few examples here, Tony. You can either defend Australia okay. or you can agree that it uh, maybe it's fucked. This week we did talk about someone who put Vegemite on pancakes. So yeah, it, we're not mm. really off to a flying start. Well, maybe. I think a few people have heard that and sent a few things through and gone, oh, hang on, if okay. we're bringing up that, let me bring up this. Okay. All right. What do you got? Australia is known for barbecuing. Yes. Throw a shrimp on the barbie. I mean, we don't ever say that, but, yeah. you know, you associate, well, people associate, oh, Australia, outdoor, hot, have yeah. a barbecue, mate, whatever. A beer. But are we actually any good at barbecue? A Brazilian writes through, and that's where they're from, not their grooming choice. Us Brazilians do barbecues way better. Someone replied to their comment, Australian here who's been to Brazil several times can confirm that the barbecue in Brazil is way better than Australia. I've never been to Brazil, mm. but I have you been to Brazilian barbecue like a restaurant? Yeah. It's fucking elite. I've also had Korean barbecue. Yep, I've had Korean Fuck barbecue. me up. That is delicious. American barbecue. A bloke from Texas. Yeah. 
You put a limp sausage on a gas grill. Here in Texas, we cook low and slow with coal and wood and we smoke it up and make our own barbecue sauce and <laughs> smother it on a rack of ribs. And you guys just put a little dank sausage on top of a fry pan? Yeah, that is pretty much what we do. Um, we've talked about how smoking meats is like a real Perth thing. Yeah. And how yeah. there's, you know, a th- like a culture of, you know, people in Perth that are like, oh, yeah, fucking put in the bloody... Got up at 4am. Yeah, checked the fuck, turned over the spit or yeah. fucking, I don't know what it is. Um, and, you know, so that's a thing. So I've grown up with, you know, smoked meats being a thing. I do really, it is lovely. I, I'm not patient enough to do it myself. No. So, yeah, I'm putting the dank sausage on my fucking Weber grill in my backyard. Yep. But I do have mass respect for people that can, that can do it. There's an amazing place called Red Gum Barbecue in Melbourne. Really? It's like out on the way out to Mornington, like um, on the coast. Yeah. And it is the best barbecue I've had in Australia. Like American barbecue that I've had in Australia. So fucking good. Whilst I agree with all of this, uh-huh. I will draw the line and say if slow roasting meat becomes your personality, yeah. which I think we might have talked about on the very first podcast yeah, we, episode. Yeah, we did, yeah. I love your barbecue. Don't that make don't make that who you are. Absolutely. The same as liking the TV show Friends. It's not your personality. You're allowed to like yeah. it and it doesn't need to be your whole thing. I'm fucking hankering for some meat now. You're hungry, Fucking you? Brazilian barbecue is so fucking good. Like, so fucking good. Oh, I just realised what my love to see it is. Oh. It's uh, barbecue related. Oh, obviously. But I will. I would like to say, though, I do like an Australian barbecue. Yeah. I like a, a couple of sausages, some kebabs, like the meat kebab. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> I love Australian thing. barbecue, like Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. You like the Italian thing we do? Yeah, yeah. that's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. I didn't realise that other countries were different to Australia doing this. Oh. We're the only country that charge extra for condiments. You really? Know, yeah. So you know how sometimes you go to a fish and chip shop or a burger place and there's that little packet and it's like, yeah, 30 cents. Um. Yeah, tomato sauce is an absolute rot in Australia. Everywhere else, it's a given, so it fucking should be, that you just get that for free with your burger or your chips or whatever it is that you're buying. And even now, if it's like like on Uber Eats or whatever, if you go, oh, yeah, we'll get the sweet chilli aioli on the burger as well, you have yep. to pay extra. twenty. They'll charge you a dollar twenty-five for a, a chilli aioli. I've had more than that. Get who? Name them. Yep, grilled Name is expensive. Grilled is more than there. a dollar. Is yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Why are we fucking living here? I know. Even Bali's tax-free. Ke- Let's move to Bali. Even on a kebab. I ordered a kebab the other day and it was like a... Like a and they charge it for garlic sauce or something on top? Yes. What the fuck? So what is a kebab like, if not for garlic sauce? Thank oh, you. Oh, can I order a burger? Oh, cool. Would you like bread buns with that? Well, fucking obviously, that's what the burger is. I'm not paying extra. Oh, you're up and about. Sorry, I like you hit a this. fucking nerve. Yeah, obviously. So it was like one sauce was a given. Yeah. Like you could order one sauce, but if you wanted an extra one, you had to pay extra. Everyone gets multiple sauces on a kebab. obviously, I wanted... Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Obviously. Oh, you didn't. No, but it was just a okay. joke. It sounded like you were trying to say ambulance. No, I would never do that. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I wanted hot sauce and garlic sauce. Oh, Great combination. what do you go for? I you don't do sweet chilli, do you? Because no, sweet chilli sauce fucked. is fucked. You make your own sweet chilli by using the mul- use the hot sauce. I also don't mind a hot sauce and a hummus. Oh. Yeah, because it's like, you know, they can't, you know, it's like the hot and then the hotness is like soothing. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, sometimes, some people will go with sour cream. 
I have seen that before. Mm. And because I guess if you were doing sweet chilli sour cream, it'd be like, Mate, yeah, like fancy. when you get wedges. Wedges, yeah, of course. In a pub, which is quite good. That's probably the only time I'd have sweet chilli sauce, but I'd prefer hot sauce if it's an option. I've got a message here from France. Oh, country. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel Macron is message three. Uh, one thing above all else France does better is their reverence for meals. Like not just the food but the actual act of sitting down together to have the oh, meal. Oh, yeah. This flows on to a number of other things that are way better. For example, the whole country of France stops at midday for an hour or two each day to have lunch. Whereas in Australia, because oh. this person I think's moved to Australia from France and they're like, oh, so when's the lunch break? And you know how in Australia like... Not a lot of people take a lunch break. You kind of just grab a snack at your desk and keep working all day. Yeah. And from France, we're like, no, no. Is that not a thing everywhere? I feel really sad now. Me too. I just. Because Bridget started talking about lunch break at an old job and I was like, what do you mean? You just stop working? Because, oh, you've worked with Bridget. She's yeah. very adamant about like, no, it's lunch break. We stop work and we yeah. like, move to another room and we sit for an hour and don't do work. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one, but I didn't realise that that was an Australian thing that we just work through lunch. Well, in France, apparently, it's like, I mean, I don't want to judge anything on Emily in Paris or whatever that awful show was because, I mean, I mean they've touched a few nerves it's there. It's a good show. Oh, you fucking would love it. I love trash. So apparently, like, clock hits midday, mate, tools down, take a couple of hours off every day. We're going to the cafe to sit and have a beautiful little coffee and a little snack and a French pastry to wash it all down. And with. a ciggy. And smoke... Seven six. Yeah, but that's why better. Not the cigarettes, but that's why better for you eating slowly and like having a break and stuff. And by the time you actually got, yeah, by the time you go back to work, you're ready to work for the afternoon. Or you're ready for a nap and you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see, that's the problem for me. I think yeah. I'd fucking fall asleep. Same. I have a heavy lunch. Don't you've seen me after we, a heavy lunch? Yes, we were. We have done that before. Useless in yeah. the afternoon. Yeah, get in early, get the work done. Because once Tony and Ryan have had lunch. We're down for the count. Later. We're like children. Yeah. We like need Give our siesta. siesta. <laughs> <laughs> We're not moving to Bali for the tax break. We're moving to Spain. For the siesta, yeah. Oh, sangria. Oh. Oh. The first time we ever had a drink together, we got a jug of sangria, which is a bit fucking left of field. Bath. No, got- for anybody. Can you imagine sitting down with someone like, do you want to get a drink? They're just like, yeah, I'll get a beer. But I was like, should we get a jug of sangria? One of the first times Tony and I drank together, we rocked up at the pub at 11am yep. and drank jugs of sangria yep. all day. Yeah. That was a great day. People like came and went. Yeah. And, yeah. Bridget came in for the first few hours, left to get her hair done. Came Which back takes f- fucking eight years. Four hours later goes, where are you now? And I'm like, I haven't left that seat. I'm literally Still in that here. seat. Yeah. Come back. I've eaten two chicken palmas though while you've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one. Whilst most, this is like an add-on from the previous. Okay. Whilst Australians' attitude to meals are off, their passion for the food itself, so like don't worry about the meal time, yep. but their passion for the food itself is to the point where it's actually extremely rude if anything gets in between an Australian and their food. It's like we get hangry as a country. I cried this week because of the hollandaise. hollandaise sauce. Uh, I refer you to Exhibit A. I have a review uh, of a restaurant, and the review's been left by David. Okay. Dave. Dave. So Dave called to uh, maybe order something and then he was going to come pick it up? Yep. Don't bother calling for takeout. One star. They put you on hold and they never come back. (gasps) Oh, maybe they were busy, Dave. Well, we actually know what they were doing because the owner has got onto Google and replied. 
there is nothing worse than a business owner jumping on and getting hairy in the comments. Dave, sorry for the inconvenience. The server taking your order had a seizure and in doing so couldn't complete the ordering process. Do you reckon Dave feels bad now? I fucking reckon so. It turns out not so much. Oh. When you showed up to retrieve your order and we explained this to you, it was obviously not ready. Even though there was an ambulance out the front of the restaurant and we were tending to a medical emergency at hand, we offered to complete your order at the time, even though it was a bit of a delay than we would have liked to have had. So Dave knew all this and then still left that asshole review. I am sorry that you declined our offer to start cooking it then and chose to instead complain in a public forum. What an asshole. So he's got off the phone and gone, that was fucking weird. I'll head down there. Walks past the ambulance as all the staff are helping their colleague into the back of the ambulance who's had a seizure and's like, where's me battered sap? I tried to call. And they go, sorry, mate. That, we've just put that guy in the ambulance. He's like, yeah, yeah. Where's my battered sap? I'm like, sorry, we'll cook it for you now. He's like, fucking don't worry about it. Imagine. I'm going home to Google reviews to fucking leave you a one-star review. Imagine calling somewhere and them, like, not coming back on the phone. You know what you do? You just call again. Yeah. You don't go down there and then still not get any food. That is just like going out of your way to be a jerk. Australians and their food, man. That's how we're known around the world. Yeah, love the enthusiasm. So we don't get a lunch break. We're assholes. We're paying for condiments and, and our, our barbecue, barbecue shit. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. Yay. <laughs> what a c- Hey, this is Pam from British Columbia, Canada, and this is Tony and Ryan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. to a few of our champion tuppers over at our Patreon. You can check it out at any time you like. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, we do a heap of uh, bonus content over there, so it's like different stuff to what you get in the pod. Um, Live streams every month for the champion For, for champion tuppers. Exclusive tuppers get a weekly blog from the desk of Tony Lodge. Yeah, Dr. Tony Lodge. Thank you so much. You know what? I'm, I've am i mistitled you a few times. Yeah. And I'm sorry, and I need to lift my... I didn't work hard to become a doctor. I know, you didn't, not... I know you didn't work hard to become a doctor. <laughs> True stat, true statement, yeah, true fact. I know, I wasn't lying. But I have mistitled you a few times and I am going to educate myself. Thank you. And bring it up to speed because that's not good enough. Thank you. You didn't work hard to become a doctor, uh, full stop, <laughs> and I should know better. 
<laughs> uh, also, if you're part of our Patreon, you can sign up to approve the podcast. So, yep. like, the phone calls that you hear at the beginning of every pod, um, that's where all those people come from. So if you're interested, please check it out. A few people that are already part of our Patreon, Neve Fagan, thank you so much, Stacey Groom, Julian Gutierrez, Kiri Rainville, O'Bethy. Oh, Bethy. Oh, oh Bethy. Oh, Bethy. Oh, uh, Brandon Bug, Agent Broccoli. Sure. Uh, Liliana, Jacob Gibbs, Corinne Knable, Cassidy Mattinson and Hannah Lowe. Thank you so much for being part of the Patreon. We fucking love to see it. We fucking love to see it. Now. And still making our way through from early May. So if you haven't heard your voice yet, <laughs> your name yet, it's coming. I it's promise. coming. Um, so this week's movie choices yep. were about claymation, animation, stop motion. Yep. And it was a... An, for lack of a better word, runaway winner was Chicken Run. Yeah. And I hadn't seen Chicken Run before. I can't believe you haven't seen Chicken Run. It's just one of those, like, classic kids' movies. But I don't think I was a kid when it came out. I think I just associate with kids' movies as you have to be a kid to watch it. To watch it, yeah. I don't have kids or, like, little nephews who I sit and watch a movie with. Yeah. See, even so when I was, like, my first nephew, Tyler, was born when I was, like, 11 or 12 because my brothers and sisters are all way older than me. Um, So I've had nieces and nephews since, like, I was a kid almost. So you, like, watch it with them and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. so I feel like when I became, like, not a kid anymore, quote, unquote, they were watching kids' movies. So, yeah, I feel like I flowed through lots of generations of, like, kids' films. Firstly, can we just get around Ginger? What a positive, uplifting fucking legend. It is the ultimate feminist movie. It really is. So I watched it with my wife, Bridget, last night. She, because she was getting those powerful woman vibes. Yeah. She was almost like, oh, I hated that, like, at a few times Rocky, like, came to save her. Yeah. She was a bit like, nah. But every, Gin- every but time it, Ginger saves herself. Every time Rocky tried, he fucked it up. Yeah. I so, mean, like, when they're in up. the pie machine, yep. he's, like, fucking crockling around yep. and fucking up and stuff, and she ends up saving Saving the day. Absolutely. Um, also, I remember when we found out that Chicken Run was the winner, I think I said on Friday, last Friday, Apparently it's sad or there's some dark moments. Yeah. At the start when the the girl, she doesn't lay enough eggs. Yeah. That really. That's, I yeah. didn't see that coming in a kid's movie. Because I guess, you know, how do you know they're serious? What's at stake here? Oh. I actually, so last week I said, it's a really sweet movie. It's really good. Mm. And everyone said, it's pretty sad. And even you said, oh, people have said it's pretty sad. Is it? Watching it again, yeah, there are definitely sad parts. And I read, like, a lot of articles last night because I was like, there's a lot of shit going on here. Mm. And, yeah, it's pretty pretty dark. Is it based on, there's this classic old war movie called The Great Escape. Oh. Where they're in, like, they're being captured in a war. Is that in, like, Nazi Germany times? Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to escape. And I said to Bridge, oh, this looks like The Great Escape. And they end up escaping via a tunnel. And then there's, uh, literally, as I said it, the chickens are, like, trying to dig a tunnel yeah. together. And I was like, is this, is, this, <laughs> is this based on that? Well, I mean, everything comes from somewhere. Yeah. But, like, I read articles where it was, like, yeah, saying that it was um, based on, like, Nazi Germany, that, like, mm. Mrs Tweedy was, like, the, the, the leader, like, fascist leader character. Yeah. Who um, strangely looks like an old boss of mine, which kind of threw me a little bit. Um, they look similar. But yeah, there they, is a physical resemblance. They do. Not I've never worked with the person not you're the talking just about. The actual yeah, look they of them. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, they do. They do. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, 
And then I read some other articles about, like, the dangers of capitalism because obviously she's like, we're just trying to make money, don't care about the feelings of, like, the workers of the chickens because they're like... Is this like Animal Farm? Apparently the more you read Animal Farm, the more like it's a story about Napoleon taking over in the 20th, 18th century. I don't know history, obviously. Uh, But there's like deep, meaningful shit. Yeah. So, But I had no idea, really. I'd never really thought about it, but I watched it with a different kind of lens, yeah. I guess, last night. And, yeah, I was like, oh, it's yeah, it's pretty dark. But I love that the feminist chickens, like, fucking, they're just slaying it. Slaying it. I love the girls who are talking about the holidays. Babs. Ba- oh, Babs. What a, what a sweet She's up. so She's fucking. She's on holiday. Yeah. Ginger's on holiday. <laughs> she's so fucking great. And, like, when she's like, me whole life flashed before me eyes. <laughs> it was really boring. <laughs> You're good at that voice. Yeah, it's the only uh, English accent I can do. Yeah, and I've heard you try a lot, and that yeah. was the first that resembled some sort of the thing that you were trying to resemble. There was actually a comment in a thing, and it was like, after watching Chicken Run, I now know why Tony does the accent she does. Is <laughs> based on the Chicken Run accent. Okay. But I, I feel like I can copy an accent well. I just can't come do up you? with Have it you myself. Have you heard Tony and Ryan's audio queen? No, I'm saying I can copy, like... Because I know the quote, I know how she says it. I just can't then put it into my own words. Okay, because last week I said, can you do Irish? And you went, sure. And then you went, to sure to be sure, and then started speaking Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. It did happen. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I won't Guilty lie. Guilty as charged. Yeah. All right, uh, are we we rapping? Oh, I've got an idea. Shoot. So obviously I've got the rap. We'll do that in yep. a second. But you know when um, they come out of the um, pie thing and there's like that little ode to Indiana Jones and she grabs her hat from under the closing gate. I remember that scene from Chicken Run, but I have not seen Indiana Jones. Neither have I. We should do the best Indiana Joneses next week because we're running out of themes. Gotcha. And we haven't seen Indiana Jones. No. Is the best one the original? I don't. How about we find out? You have to have seen the first one to appreciate the second. mate. Let's find out. We'll post okay, cool. all five. Okay, cool. It's on the Just other five people. five of them. I think there's actually like 60. Fuck, righto. But I thought that'd be cute. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that idea. Do you like that? Yep, all call, right, now we call. can do the rap. We can do the rap. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, here's the chicken run rap. Tony Lodge, 2022. <laughs> another week, another film to rap. This one, chickens get treated like crap. Ginger is smarter than the Tweeties, you know. Ooh. Learning how to fly. I don't want to be a pie. <laughs> Mrs. Tweety is really pissed. <gasps> Mr. Tweety must be depressed. <laughs> Rocky's got a plan to escape where chickens will be safe from harm. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Tony Lodge, get Thank around you. her. Did you like, I don't want to be a pie. Oh, that was my favourite part. Yeah. That was incredible. Thank um, you. And I love that you're... Um, Getting creative and creating some liberties with the rhyming words. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I It was actually because I misread it and then I was like, well, depressed isn't going to rhyme with piss, so I said depressed. Yeah, no. Like a Kiwi. We were here yeah. and we loved it. Like, okay, yeah, great. That rat works in Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going international, baby. <laughs> Um, did you know the New Zealand podcast ranker came out the other week and 12,000 individuals listen to the Tony Ryan podcast from New Zealand? Wow. So thank you very much. Oh, kia ora. Thank you so love, much. Love to see that. Love to see that. Um, my love to see it for today is um, we've <laughs> heading our Facebook group last week 
about uh, like bad first impressions because I met Ryan's mum and backed my yes. car into a tree. Yes. Um, and David Aaron Groves, and I'm fucking selling you out here, Dave, because this is fucking hilarious. He commented on the post and said, hear me out here. I don't wear underwear. Okay. It's restricting and I hate it. I went for a job interview once and the entire time my fly was open <sighs> and I was on full display. <laughs> But I had no idea until the person doing my interview said something. Was he not sitting behind a table? Mustn't have been, like on the couch or something. Maybe they were just sitting up, or maybe it was when uh, Dave walked in. Hey, how um, excited about you about this role are you? Also, I can see your dick. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently not that excited. We don't do that here. Um, unfortunately, you'll be shocked to know he didn't get the job. Uh, and he said, I don't think I would have taken it even if I was offered it. Um, and I just think that that's really funny. <laughs> also, you don't get to take the high horse, the high road of I wouldn't have taken it anyway if they didn't offer it to you. No, but I think Sorry, he's mate, like, I couldn't it. have. I, oh. There's just, like, there's no way. Not I gotcha. No, not him being like, oh, they didn't want to pay me very much. He's saying I don't think oh. I could have Sorry, accepted I the job. Yeah. <laughs> I see, 100% correct. I thought he was like, I know I was better than that. No. Oh my I God, showed him my dick I'm and... Just- what do I think of this job? Going, Check out me jock. Going, going through that interview process, his dick's out the whole time. And they're like, we'd love to offer you the job. In spite of that, we'd love to offer you the job. He's like, mm, I prefer something with, you know, a green wall. You know, this one's blue. So how did they point out? He didn't say. I comment. I oh. replied back and said, this is fucking hilarious. And he's like, yeah, like, that really happened. Um, but I guess it's a... It's a lesson to wear underwear when you're going to be around other people. Or just in fucking general. Just, yeah, I mean... Find the one that fits you. If if you're not a boxer man, find a brief. Yeah. If you're not a brief there's guy, There's got to be bo- an option yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, get a jock strap of anything. Just, Put a box in. Yeah. Fucking a cup. Like, just block yourself off from the world. <laughs> a cup. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was really funny. How do you not notice? When you feel the breeze on your... Maybe maybe he was like, I thought it was it. just... I was nervous. Maybe he was just like, oh, I thought I was tingling down there. Far out. Anyway, David, I fucking love to see that. I thought that was so funny. Um, my love to see it, after spending every weekend for a year, this is our last episode in this studio, which might not mean anything to anyone else, but it's kind of a bit of a moment for Tony and I. The Purple Bricks, I fucking love to see you every week. Yeah. I don't know if I'll see you again which is a bit of a shame, but uh, a real line in the sand behind the scenes as we um, move into our new digs for tomorrow's episode. Yeah, so no more Saturday mornings. Get your weekend back. Don't you <laughs> fucking love to see that? <laughs> Meowza. Woo! Pour me a, what's that drink when you mix the um, champagne and orange juice? Meowmosa. Pour me a meowmosa. <laughs> We're moving out. All right, we'll chat to you tomorrow. Love you, bye.